Wildfire Concepts presents Seven Figure Furnace Digital Marketing Discussions with Internet Made Millionaires with your host, Cindy Donovan. Wonderful to have you here. I'm really excited about our chat today because I know that you know a lot about YouTube ads. Um, and I want to just talk a little bit about um, why don't you start out by telling us how you got started with YouTube advertising? Oh, wow. You know, so my first claim to I've been in marketing for about 20 years, uh, public relations, strategic development, that kind of stuff. And then my first foray into the online space was Google Hangouts. And that obviously streams live to YouTube. So we can talk about that too. We've talked about different. And then uh, it was not like one of the things that I really realized my superpower was during that whole process is the psychology of a platform. And YouTube really seems to be like where my superpower really excels. So then, you know, obviously Hangouts streaming live to YouTube and then I started looking at YouTube ads. And so the same thing applied. And then I, uh, my first uh, client, I said, I, I have some theories and I know enough to be dangerous and <laughs> zero guarantees. And he's like, all right, we'll give it a shot. I'm like, okay, well, just buyer beware. I only have theories. And uh, it went gangbusters. And so then the second person was like, okay, I want to hire you for this. And I was like, okay, well, that person was famous. Um, so probably results not typical. Uh, so know enough to be dangerous, have theories, and then that went gangbusters, and then the rest is history from there. <laughs> okay, well, that's fantastic. Yeah. So how long have you been doing online marketing? Uh, actually, my birthday was last week, April 6th, and um, April 6th would be my three-year anniversary of online marketing. Oh. It's so funny because you said you feel like I've been around forever. Yeah. I mean, I guess Years of internet marketing years is about 50. Uh, but you know, it's, it's crazy to me. My very first Google Hangout was on my birthday. And uh, <laughs> then I was launching something different, and it ended up then everybody started wanting to pay me for Hangouts. And I was like, yeah. you know what's free, right? And, it, uh, yeah. <laughs> and then it just went from there. I think it feels like uh, because it feels like you've been around for a long time because we've seen you for so long, and, and that's really the beauty of video marketing because you know this, it, it spreads and it's basically in your face everywhere, um, especially when you start doing YouTube ads because you show up and you like <laughs> you're everywhere. So, yes. um, what type of businesses and products and services can use paid YouTube traffic? What works best? Yeah, I mean, all. I mean, you know what I mean? And I said this, you know, I, I say this about YouTube, period. I feel like even if you're not going to get into media buying, I think that everyone should be on YouTube. It, it's, mm. it, you know, it's just really, you know, if you have a small budget, get on YouTube, start making videos, start getting comfortable with that. When you start to have a budget, because there is a lot of risk in media buying, um, any business, you know, if you have a physical product business, local businesses are great because it uses the AdWords platform. So you can drill down to a zip code, to a radius. Um, you can go global, you can go demographic, you can go um, so many different ways with the YouTube ads. So any type of business, I mean, even if you own a restaurant, you could have your ads show like, you know, yummy pictures of your food and that special that day because people look on their mobile, they check YouTube at their office and things like that. Um, most of my clients are in the um, personal development, uh, personal development, coaching, um, like astrology type um, I actually have a big financial clients. Uh, so really anything like that. Yeah. Okay. So, um, do you have to have big budgets uh, when you're starting out? How do you, what kind of budget do you need? I, I my strategy is bid high budget low. Mm -hmm. So 
Uh, the biggest thing is to know your pain threshold. You know, I use a Vegas analogy a lot. The people that win in Vegas are ones that don't go in with scared money. So you cannot go in with scared money. I really um, dislike um, a lot of people like push a button, get rich quick. It's not, you see a lot of the stats and a lot of the ROI. The beauty of YouTube and the reason why I love it so much is because the learning curve is minimal. Um, they'll give you $75 if you spend $25. Sometimes you can find a $100 coupon. Okay. Um, the, the inventory is not, it isn't even a begun, like only internet marketers right now are doing YouTube advertising, really, and big, huge brands, and they're right. doing it incorrectly. So the inventory is just infinite. I mean, you have so much access. So it charges on a cost per view basis instead of a cost per click. Okay. And they don't charge you for a view until you reach 30 seconds or 100% of the video or somebody interacts with your video in some way, like clicks off of it. Okay. Um, so but like my highest right now, the highest I've ever had for a cost per view is 17 cents. Okay. Um, so you can start off with a $20 a day budget, $10 a day budget, you know, yeah. whatever, whatever your pain threshold is, you know, just knowing that, that that first 30 days is testing. You're testing and tweaking, testing and tweaking. Especially if you're driving to a landing page, you really want to, you know, test. Don't go in and expect, oh, yeah, I'm going to put, I saw somebody's post and put, you know, $20 in and got a 1,000% ROI. Um, really understand that there's a lot that's happening on the other on the back end of that especially if you're in internet marketing I don't know if your audience is in mostly internet marketers but you know know that that funnel has been dialed in mm. previously to to get those kind of returns right so talking about the lead capture page um, how do you uh, how do you test it what are the things that you do to test um, are there are there priorities for testing what do you focus on actually getting to convert first with YouTube um, I like to see video to video um, just even with me with all the experience and money that I spend for clients on this kind of stuff uh, I always say do four ads to two landing pages mm. um, and then you can do one static and one with a video because remember video is the platform so that they went there to look at video right. so if you take to a static obviously that's not their kinesthetic learning style mm -hmm. so it's good to have some type of video so to test both of those obviously like as all things test headlines uh, the most important part and this is another reason why I love YouTube ads so much and, and want everybody to do them is that you can place your ad directly in front of certain videos so really the the first phase is I, I call it the research you know you do the research you spend as much time as possible on the research phase so you're going through and you're looking for monetized videos based on your subject matter. And so remember, we always think of YouTube as cute kitten videos and viral videos, but really it's a problem solver. How do I install a WordPress blog? How do I make Infusionsoft work? How do I, you know, take off something in my car? How do I, whatever, solve a problem, right? It's problem solving. Um, so you find videos related to your topic, and then you script your video, your ad, and they're called in-stream ads. These are the videos that show before an actual video, and you say, you know, hey, before you watch this video on this, I have an even better solution. Come over here for my free gift. You know, and you want to do it, and you want to get it so precise and as granular as possible. You almost want to get it down. And I even say, um, in that research phase, you know, practice gender stuff too, you know, because males have different um, needs than females. Maybe the same thing is to get organized, but it could be for more free time or it could be for, um, to, you know, grow the business or something like that. You know what I mean? So you can even granular in that way. So that's really the most important part. And then you're testing to those landing pages and you want to make sure that there's congruency between your ad and the landing page. That is the most important.
Okay, what can you dial down? I'm not experienced at YouTube ads at all. So um, I've done some Facebook advertising and you, you can kind of dial it down to gender, um, age. There's like a lot of targeting you can do. What sort of targeting can you do with YouTube ads? Same. So yeah. you, can take, you can take it down to age group. You can take it down to gender, down to zip code, down to radius, down to country, down to language. Mm -hmm. um, you can do, they have um, affinity audiences. So they'll, they'll find audiences okay. that are kind of looking in your direction. And then they have um, in-market audiences, people that are actively seeking information about a particular topic. Um, you can do um, custom audiences, kind of like what they do with TVs. You can do a lot of stuff like that. Um, I take those placements and still get them gen gender and age specific and radio specific. So like the first campaign usually that we launch, uh, starts with America. Um, and then it gets really age group demographic specific and then sometimes gender uh, specific depending on the people. Um, then the next, you know, as you scale uh, placements eventually plateau, they're not, you know, you don't, you don't get up to a hundred thousand dollar ad spend a day with, with placements. But you're, you're getting so much data from all of that, seeing which placements YouTube videos are performing. And then you go in and you look at the data on that. And that gives you more ideas of keywords, interests, demographic, location. And then also the next phase is to start scaling into other countries. Um, every country has a different buying habit. So what may work in the U.S. may not work in the U.K. or Australia. You know, as Americans, we always go America, U.K., Australia. Uh, but you guys have different buying habits, you know. So sometimes, um, you know, like the U.K. will buy your front-end product, but they won't buy your whole funnel. Whereas Australia probably will buy your whole funnel. Whereas Americans, we're always on a buying frenzy. You know, like, yeah, we'll take that upgrade. Yes, we'll supersize it. Yes, we want more <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, and, and you can do retargeting as well, can you? Um, I, I'm assuming that you can because I'm seeing a lot of ads right now with people in Lamborghinis and like, you know, like just really flashy stuff. So I don't know what is like, what, obviously I'm watching some videos that are targeting me somehow. For yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Do you have to have a Lamborghini in your videos? Like, do you, <laughs> is that a no. thing? No. I mean, yeah, I mean, that, that person, I know exactly who you're talking about. I, mean, like I spoke to him at TNC last year and gave him some ideas. But, um, oh, it's your fault. It's know your market, really, what it boils down to. Know your market. His market is definitely that, that market. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So, so they respond to that. My market would not respond to that. No, um, you know, most of my clients' markets wouldn't respond to that. And that's why it's really important to know the platform and also to know your audience. You know, like, like again, I, I really, you know, uh, just like, you know, push a button and get rich quick. No, like, like you need to know who your audience is. You need to know how you communicate with them. You know, all of these things go in long before that first ad ever runs. I have to pump the brakes on my clients all the time. Um, because it's like, no, we need more research. We need more data. Let's script this properly. Let's do certain ads. Let's test them. Okay. Now let's start to scale that one. Okay. Now let's do new ads, test them, start to scale that one. So knowing your audience is really the biggest thing is because then you want to talk in their language and a part, big part of my research phase is I'll go through those placements and look at comments, um, likes, dislikes, published date, different things like that. And then the comments, I'm looking at pain points that they didn't receive from that video to use their language to script into the ad that I'm going to put in front of that video. Right. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Do you need to be on camera to do YouTube ads? Are the most effective ones? Um, I mean, obviously, as you're saying, it depends on your audience. Um, 
But are you finding more, um, you know, face on camera or other stuff? What's working best? Um, so, so of course, we're such a small community. So I know all of the YouTube experts in the space, right. and we disagree on this. Um, okay. <laughs> some say that you know, just PowerPoint slides convert like crazy. Um, my feeling is that talking head does better, but you don't have to be on camera. You could just do a PowerPoint slide. Uh, mm -hmm. One of my friends slash competitors, he does um, just the slides and the voiceover, and mm -hmm. he does great with that. So his audience is used to that. Um, you know, most of my people are, you know, the coaches, consultant, business kind of people, but I do have clients where we've had to hire talents and we've also done like doodle videos and different things like that. So you don't have to be on camera. My only, where we disagree in this is that, you know, the big thing with YouTube advertising is people feel so empowered to skip that ad. Right. And so most of the people that were doing YouTube advertising were the big brands coming from TV. And then they just took their big high budget productions and stuck it on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And we all do it. We just sit there hovering to skip the ad right. because it's not related to us. We don't care. We don't, you know, want, you know, dog poop cleaner or whatever. So we're just like hovering, waiting to skip that ad. And that's most people's, you know, response to that. Mm -hmm. So if it looks too commercially then they're going to be ready to skip that ad. You only have five seconds to grab them. So you want to make sure that that first five seconds, even if you don't do a talking head, that first five seconds says, Hey, you, I can solve your problem. Right. Yeah. So um, speaking about voice as well. Um, do you, have you tested different accents? I know like, cause I'm Australian um, and I know some, a lot of friends in America and stuff who um, I have a New Zealand friend, Mark Ling, and he does a whole bunch of different testing yeah. against um, Australian accents, New Zealand accents, um, American accents. Do you have any opinions on, you know, what's best and what does it matter? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> American accents always convert the worst. Really? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean like nobody likes Americans. <laughs> Um, you know what I mean? Because it's like so salesy. Uh, UK always wins. Uh, it's the easiest to understand. It seems so proper and so trustworthy and so, okay. you know what I mean? Um, yeah, I mean, UK, UK. But I also, um, I think market to market does well. But it's funny because Australians like Americans and Americans love Australians, right? So, so right. back and forth that way, it works fine. Right. Um, Americans so if you're targeting an Australian audience, you can do American accents or yeah. obviously you've got a test for your niche and you, all of yeah. that. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> Interesting. So we talked a little bit about um, lead, lead capture pages and, and that sort of thing. But, but what do you suggest as far as uh, taking them from the video? How do you sequence the, um, how do you get the most out of them? So, I mean, do you you obviously don't send them straight to a sales page. I mean, that would be, do you lose them or can you send them straight to a sales page? Do you send them, sequence them? How do you, how do you take that traffic and actually turn it into money? Uh, so the biggest thing, like I do, I have one client that goes straight to a sales page, um, to a VSL. Oh, yep. um, VSL is quite long and it's very interview style. Mm -hmm. um, it's not a direct on long form sales page. It's, you know, to a VSL page that's more of an interview style. So you don't even realize that it's a, um, that it's actually a sales video, that it's a VSL. Okay. So that's working effectively. Again, one of the bigger things that I'm, I'm glad you asked is because it's really about report. It's really about understanding that this is ice cold interruption traffic. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be the hardest traffic to convert. And so every single thing you do has to be building rapport. 
Um, so that's why I was talking about congruency um, between the ad and where they're going. And you always want to be telling them where they're going next in your sequencing. So when you do your ad, hi, you, I can solve your problem, click here. Make sure that click here matches your landing page, fonts, colors, whatever the lead magnet is, whatever it is. So that's a, a rapport build. Okay. Right. Then on the next page is why I suggest always testing, you know, one video. I really love to see people do that. Hey, thanks for leaving YouTube. You know, I didn't have that much time to tell you who I was, but let me tell you a little bit about my background and in my free lead magnet, you're going to get this, this, this. Okay. So report build number two, mm -hmm. um, build number three, when you enter your email, this is going to happen. Um, you know, so you always want to be guiding them every single step so that you're building trust and rapport with them along the way. And the best way to do that is to, you know, let them know what's happening next. Right. Uh, as far as sequencing for everyone in general, again, it depends on your niche, it depends on your lead magnet, it depends on Product, yeah. you know, where you're going. Um, but it's really, like I said, important, that, you know, even if you don't do video on your landing page, at least have something, this is going to happen next. Yeah. Um, and also take spam out of your um, your privacy of your of your opt-in box. Don't say we don't spam because you planted a negative connotation. Uh, say we protect your privacy. Of course, we love your privacy. You know something like that. But you know don't have any negative triggers anywhere um, that could be like psychologically in the back of their mind going huh, spam. What I didn't think about spam. I just wanted the book. No, I'm thinking about spam. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. So what are the biggest mistakes that you see people making on YouTube? Oh, my goodness. So <laughs> I'm sure you've probably <laughs> seen some crazy. <breathing. laughs> no, so many. Um, one is always remember it's all of marketing. It's not about you. It's about them. Um, so a lot of people, when they do YouTube, hi, this is Brandy Sweezy, and I'm going to share it. Nobody cares who I am. Nobody cares. Can I solve their problem? What's in it for them? That's really all they want to know. And you've got Why? five seconds. You know what I mean? Yeah. I only have five seconds. I'm going to waste talking about how fantastic I am. They don't care who I am. Right. You know what I mean? They, they want to know what I have to offer. Mm -hmm. uh, that's, that's a big one. Like, you know, really what's in it for them. Um, incongruent calls to action, you know, so having those, you know, like just the nasty annotation red or blue or whatever, I think those look horrific. Um, not optimizing your videos. I, I'm really shocked and surprised at how many people don't take the extra effort to go ahead and put in a CTA in their description and keyword tag it and put in, you know, different things. Um, you know, just take some extra time on that. Mm. Um, let's see. I don't know. There's like, you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just going through my own ones I've seen recently that I was like, what? What? Why would you do that? <laughs> um, so for our listeners who are just getting started on YouTube um, ads and, and that kind of thing, what would you suggest that they do today to get started? Um, get comfortable. Okay. Well, first, get your YouTube channel set up. Right. right. This is number one. Um, this is a big thing too that a lot of people don't really realize is that um, so for anybody that has experience with Google AdWords, you have to have a Google compliance site, um, you know, toss, privacy, contact, all of those types of things. Um, no one will validate or um, confirm this, but I also believe that your um, ads get served up based on the quality of your YouTube channel. And by quality, I mean content. 
So Google, so they do it on a quality score, so that compliant main domain, they want free content. So remember, they're always about their end user's experience, right? They're not about the advertiser's experience. They don't want any bait and switch or things like that. So go ahead and get your YouTube, that would be the first thing I would do is get your YouTube channel set up, get everything linked, get your social accounts linked to that, get some channel art up there, shoot a couple Google Hangouts, just a little bit of content, just start getting some content on your YouTube videos, start to get comfortable and see what happens organically. Um, that's when you know, because you'll start to get like, oh wait, this video organically started to take off. This would be a good ad one. This is something, because we all think we know what our clients or customers or potential customers are interested in, mm -hmm. uh, but sometimes, you know, we'll put something up and you'll be like, wow, why'd that go gangbusters? I never even thought of that. Because, you know, we have the curse of knowledge. Um, so start there. Start with some content. You know, get those things linked up. And then, um, you know, make sure that, uh, that you do have some type of capture some type of lead capture don't just spend money to let them watch your video you know what i mean like and really lay out a strategy and do and do due diligence and do some research um for what that's going to look like and then um start testing some ads again at your pain threshold don't go you know spending a ton of money like take some time and, and really lay out a strategy these are the outcomes that i want these are the goals that i have um for me, the biggest thing, excuse me, even with clients is know thy numbers, you know, like know what an email is worth to you, mm. you know, know what a lead is worth to you. No, you, you need to know that number because, you know, you can have, you know, hundreds of views and you got zero opt-ins, then you're, it's not a winner, you know? Right. Yeah. Or if it, yeah, if it's costing you a hundred dollar a lead. Um, yeah. and, and it's making you $5 or even if it's making you $50, so, you know, you still need to make sure that you can work that back that's right yeah <laughs> awesome all right so we've discussed like a lot of stuff here to do with youtube uh, do you have any final words of advice for people here who um you know really want to go and dive in and check out youtube ads oh before i want to ask you you mentioned before um before we go there um youtube coupons like for yes. advertising coupons where do you find those because you know if we want to get started and we want to go and get you know a hundred dollars worth of them for a lot cheaper than what you're paying where where do you find those all you have to do and this and i love this i must have a hundred screenshots of this <laughs> all you have to do is google uh youtube advertising and they'll start retargeting the crap out of you <laughs> You know what I mean? Like they'll start just, they will retarget you all over the web, Beautiful. you know, and it, it is, and that tells you how much inventory is out there because obviously if there was advertisers, they'd give you that space. This is why it hasn't even begun, much less reach maturity mm. because all you have to do is just do that. And then you'll start seeing coupons everywhere. It'll say for your dog walking business. And even when I was in Italy, I got chased all over the place for um, advertising on YouTube. So just Google that. And then you can say, you know, AdWords coupon. Actually, the first time that you go into set up your AdWords, sometimes they offer it there. Mm. They're all over the place. Yeah. Okay. So don't pay for watch, watch that because you <laughs> yeah. know how much ad inventory is out there. Like there's yeah. a ton of ad inventory. Yeah. That means that a lot of people are watching a lot of videos and need some ads in front of them. <laughs> so yeah. That's exciting. All right. So, so let's go back to what I was saying now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, I, I'm um, part Italian myself. And so I like having to pay full price if I don't have to, it just boggles my mind. <laughs> I, yeah. I, want, I want, I want freebies and cheap stuff. And yeah. Like, yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So do you have any last minute advice for our guys um, who want to get started on YouTube advertising? 
Uh, yeah, I know. Again, the, re the the research, the research, the research, the research. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can't, you know, like even my clients, I hound them about it. So I have a Facebook group that I hound about it. You know, it's just really do your due diligence. It's just like, you know, like really, I know it's not sexy. I know it's not fun. I know it's, you know, we all want to get rich quick tomorrow. Um, but it, it, the, the, the tedious time you spend on the front end is going to pay off so huge on the back end. Mm -hmm. So why would you just go and throw money and hope something sticks or you lay out a strategy and really research what's out there. And the simplest way to do that is go into YouTube on your topic and watch YouTube auto suggest what people are searching for. That's pretty simple. <laughs> and then just watch those videos and see if they allow ads and things like that. Okay. That's fantastic. Thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate it. Um, if you guys are listening and you haven't seen seven figure furnace or anything, come over to the blog, come and check us out. Um, and make sure that you check out the links below. We've got some, um, links for brandy stuff. If you want to learn more about what Brandy's up to. Um, and of course, seven figure furnace. Um, it's been great having you on the show and I look forward to catching up with you again. All right. Thank you so much. Okay, bye. bye. Thanks for tuning in to The Seven Figure Furnace with Cindy Donovan. If you like what you just heard, please share our web address, wildfireconcepts.com, with your friends and colleagues. To catch our previous podcasts packed with more insight from self-made millionaire fire starters, check the archives on our website. This has been a Wildfire Concepts production. Join us again at our next edition of Seven Figure Furnace.